I want to now teach you how to hear, how to hear and see, how to see and hear from God. Can I do that? Can I do that? How to see and hear from God. And let me let me know if you can see my screen. Can you see my screen, everyone? Yes, sir. We can see it, sir. Powerful. Powerful. So in the next few minutes, I'm going to teach you how to see and hear from God. I have read many books. I have read, I have almost every book about the prophetic in my home or my desk. I've attended a lot of conferences. What I'm going to teach you is what I've what has worked for me. But of course, it is not outside of the biblical um, school. Everything I'm going to say is based on scripture so that at least we have a strong foundation for whatever we are going to hear. So in the next few minutes, I just want you to get ready. We are talking about how to see and hear from God. Let's read from Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Amos 3.7, I read from the NIV. After reading from the NIV, I will also read from the King James. Amos 3.7, surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The King James, the King James Version says, surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secrets unto his servant, the prophet. He revealed his secrets unto his servant, the prophet. Before I even go on, let me say this, that there is a difference between the gift of prophecy and the office of the prophet. You can be prophesying. It doesn't mean that you are called into the office of the prophet. So the fact that you prophesy does not mean you are an ordained prophet. So as for the gift of prophecy, the Holy Spirit has given it to every believer who so desires. But when it comes to the office of the prophet, it is a ministry gift the Lord Jesus Christ has given unto certain people in the body of Christ. So when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which includes the gift of prophecy. And when you read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, it talks about the ministry gift, what we also call the ascension gift, or what we call the ministerial gift, that includes the office of the prophet. So the fact that you prophesy does not mean you are ordained as a prophet or you are already in the office of the prophet. So there is a difference between the two. But in this meeting, my focus is on both those who are prophesying and those who are called into the office of the prophet. That is my focus. I'm focusing on two. So when you hear me using the word prophet, I am not only referring to those who are called into the office of the prophet. I'm also talking about those who are prophesying. Yeah, just to emphasize. Now, based on the scriptures we have read, a prophet is somebody who has access into the plans of God, who has access into the divine secrets 
because the Lord God will do nothing reveal without revealing his plan. It means that a prophet has access to the plans of God. The King James says, God will do nothing without revealing his secret. It means that a prophet has access to the secret things of God. So anytime you see or you meet a genuine prophet, one of the things you do, you, you see is that they have access to the divine plans and the divine secrets of God. Now, God is a speaking God and God is a doing God. What did I say? God is what? A speaking God and God is what? A doing God. God is always doing something. God is always doing something. God is always doing something. He is always doing, that is God. He is never idle. God is always doing something. And anytime God is going to do something, God will always communicate what he is about to do to somebody. And because God will talk about what he's about to do, there must be somebody who will hear what God is about to do. Because God is always doing something. Otherwise, we will not know what God is doing. Oh, my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to get this very well. God is always doing something. And God is always doing something. Listen, God has done something in the past. God is doing something present. God will do something in the future. But with everything God is going to do, God will always talk about what he is doing or what he, what he is about to do or what he has done. And there must be somebody who hear what God is doing because God is going to talk about it. Somebody must be in the position to hear. So because somebody must be in the position to hear, there must be somebody we call the prophet. So the prophet is positioned to hear what God is doing. Otherwise, we will not know what God is doing at all. If you are a, a child of God and you don't know what God is doing, you don't know what God has done, and you don't know what God will do, then it means that your life is in danger. Because what kind of Christian life is this? When you don't know what God has done, you don't know what God is doing, and you don't know what God is about to do, then you are, you are like any other person on the surface of the earth. But the prophetic is supposed to give us access into the thing that happened yesterday, the thing that happened today, and the thing that will happen tomorrow. Are we together? So God is a speaking God, and God is a doing God. God is always speaking. I hear people say, God is not always speaking. All right. He, you are right. He is not always speaking to you. But it doesn't mean he's not always speaking. If he's not speaking to you today, he's speaking to someone else tomorrow. So if he's not speaking to you today, it doesn't mean God is not always speaking. God is always speaking. He's a speaking God. And God's desire, God's desire is that he will speak to you about your marriage he will speak to you about your future children, even your grandchildren. Many years ago, when I was in the university, God spoke to me about my future and told me that you are going to give birth. Your first child will be a girl. 
and her name will be called Anne, for she will be a prophet. And after your first girl, the second one will be a boy. And God spoke to me about him. Listen, God's desire is to speak to you about everything concerning your life. God does not want to hide things from you. It is not the mind of God to be hiding things from you. No. God wants to speak to you about your ministry. He wants you to know what is 10 years ahead. He wants you to know what is about to happen. That is the desire of God. But for you to know what God is about to do, you must hear. And unfortunately, not everybody is able to hear and see what God is doing. And in the next few minutes, I'm going to teach you what has worked for me. And trust me, there will be an impartation right now. There will be an impartation right now. Somebody under the sound of my voice, you are going to receive that supernatural ability to see and to hear. Amen Amen and amen. Amen. Yeah. So, let me just move on with my slides. The first thing you must understand if you want to see and hear from God is what I call the mystery of realms. The mystery of realms. There are two major realms in this world. We have the physical realm and we have the spirit realm. Everything that is connected to your five senses, the, the five physical senses is connected to your physical, the physical realm. As long as you can see with your physical eyes, hear with your physical ears and all of that, that is the physical realm. Then we have another realm we call the spirit realm. Now, if God will speak to you, God will not speak to you first in the physical realm. God will always speak to you first in the spirit realm. Then you will have understanding and interpretation in the physical. So John chapter 4, the Bible says God is spirit. And they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. John chapter 4. The Bible says God is spirit. John 4, 24. God is spirit. And all the worshipers of God must worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So if God is spirit, God operates in the, in the spiritual realm. For God to speak to you, for you to know and understand, for you to hear and see what God is doing, you must also operate in the spirit realm. Are we together? If you cannot operate and walk in the spirit realm, you cannot hear what God is saying. For you to hear what God is saying, you must graduate from the physical realm and enter the school of the spirit realm. That is where you will be able to hear God because God is spirit. God speaks in the spirit realm. He speaks as a spirit. So if you must hear what a spirit is saying, then you must become a spirit. And how do you become a spirit? When you enter the realm of the spirit. That is, so if you don't understand this realm or these two dimensions, you cannot hear and see. Anytime you see 
you know, where in, in the in where I am now, I am in the north of Ghana, in the north in the northern part of Ghana, uh, especially where my my house is. We have a lot of people we call the Fulanis. It's a people group we call the Fulanis. And these Fulanis deal, they are they are they are nomadics. So they have a lot of sheep, a lot of cattle, you know, cows and all of that. Now, a lot of times you wake up and the sheep are all around this place. They are, they are shepherds, so you see a lot of sheep around. And sometimes they will make noise. They will be bleating. You know how they bleat? How do they bleat? They do that kind of thing. So when they are bleating, they are just making noise. But you see, because I am not a sheep, I interpret that noise as a noise. If I interpret that sound as a noise, because I am not operating in the sheep realm. And because they are also not human beings, when I am talking, they will not understand. You understand me? So sometimes I observed something yesterday when a mother sheep was looking for her baby sheep. The baby sheep was missing. So the baby sheep was making noise. I would say noise. The baby she was making a sound, man, at the back. And the mother she was responding, man. This one would say, man. <laughs> and this one will also say, man. So what are they doing? They are communicating. So the mother she is telling the baby, where are you, my son? And the baby she saying, mommy, I am under the tree. So where are you, my son? That is the bear. I am under the tree. Where are you, my son? I'm under the tree. So I saw the mother sheep walking closer, closer, and getting closer, and the mother sheep got closer to the baby sheep. And immediately she arrived. She stopped making noise. Now, I am saying she's making noise because I don't understand the sound. And I am not a sheep, so I don't understand the realms of sheep and the language they speak. God is a spirit. We are human beings. If God is speaking, you will say God is making a noise. You will say God is saying something. I am saying something I don't understand. Why? Because God is speaking from the spirit realm. If you have to understand what God is saying, then you must enter the realm of the spirit. Then you will understand what God is saying. So that is why we have what we call dog training. There, are, there is what we call dog training, where some people are trained professionally to train dogs. And they will tell a dog, sit, and the dog will sit. Why? Because they have trained the dog to operate in the realm of human. So the same way the trainer can tell a human being to sit and the human being will sit, the trainer can also tell a dog, sit, and the dog will sit. Why? Because the dog has graduated from the realm of dogs and entered the realm of humans. So every time you want to hear God, the first thing you should do is that you must rise up and enter the realm of the spirit. John um, Revelation chapter 1. The book of Revelation chapter 1. The book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. This is what Prophet John said. Prophet John is the one who received the eschatological 
you know, some of the eschatological things God was going to do in the end time. And he received it when he was on the island of Patmos. And this is what, I mean, this is what John said. John said, on the last day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. On the last day, I was what? I was in the spirit. On the last day, I was in the spirit. And I did what? And I heard. And I did what? And I heard. So if you are, so this John is telling us how he heard. Look at Revelation. When you read the book of Revelation, it's full of things that are yet to come. How did this guy have access to the plan of God and the deep things God was going to do? He was in the spirit and he heard. So if you are not in the spirit, you cannot hear. If you are not in the spirit, you cannot see. So what gives you the ability to hear is to be in the spirit. Now, the second mystery about seeing and hearing from God is the mystery of love. Is the mystery of love. The Bible said, beloved, let us love. For God is love. God is what? Love. God is love. So, if God is love, in 1 John chapter 4, when you read verse 7 downwards, it talks about the fact that let us love because God is love. Now, if God is spirit, that is John chapter 4. And 1 John chapter 4 is telling that God is love. It means that as long as you are working in love, then you are working in the spirit. You understand me? God is not God has love. It means that the nature of God is love. The nature of God is spirit. So if you are working in love, then you are working in the nature of God. The nature of God is love. So anytime you are working in love, you are working in the spirit. This is why in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, the Bible says the fruit of the spirit is love. Not the fruit of the spirit are love, joy. He said the fruit of the spirit is love. And he didn't say the fruits as in plural, as in many, but the fruits as in one, singular. So the fruit of the spirit is love. So every time a man is walking in love, you are already bearing the fruit of the spirit. When you are walking in love, you are already walking in the spirit. So you cannot tell me you are a prophet or a prophetic vessel and you don't love human beings. You don't love the people. Every time God ordains a prophet, God also expects the prophet to love the people because you cannot receive revelations about people you don't love. You cannot receive prophetic visions and dreams about people you don't love. So anytime you want to receive prophetic instruction about people, you intentionally love, love, love them. Love is a fruit of the spirit. The third mystery is the mystery of channels. When God is speaking, God uses different channels to speak. God will sometimes speak through visions. God will sometimes speak through dreams. And 
And for example, I told, I told you about how God, you know, spoke to me about a girl called Justin. And that, that was through dreams. I did not see, you know, anything on my eyes. It was just a dream I saw. And God has been using dreams in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. And God is still speaking to, to us through dreams. So one of the channels God is going to, if you want to hear and see from God, you should understand the channel, the channels through which God will speak to you. Now, one of the channels is dreams. The second channel is the word of God, the Bible. God will speak to you through the Holy Bible. The third channel is the channel of visions. Now, when I say visions, there are about three different types of visions. There are about three different kinds of visions. There is what we call, there is what we call the inner vision. There is what we call the inner vision. Then there is what we call the, the vision of the night. The vision of the night. What we call the vision of the night is, it, it, it means having a vision in the night. And we call that one dream. It's also called dream. So vision of the night is also the same as dreams. So then we have inner vision. We have, we have the vision of the night. We have open vision. Open vision is when you are there, you are, you are conscious. And then your eyes are open in the realm of the spirit. Oh my God. I love this one. Recently, I was in the room. And then as I was sitting down in the chair, all of a sudden my eyes were open and I was looking at numbers and figures and names and my eyes were on and I was watching them and I was watching and I was watching and I was watching and I was watching. And even right now I am watching. Hallelujah. Amen. Even right now I'm watching. I'm seeing a lot of things right now as I talk. Yeah. So that is the vision. Then we have what we call closed vision. So we have the inner vision, we have the open vision, we have the closed vision. And I said vision of the night is the same as dreams. So vision is also one of the channels. God speaks to us by his word. He speaks to us through dreams. He speaks to us through visions. My God. These are some of the ways God speaks to us. So if God is going to talk to you, if God is going to speak to you, one of the ways God is going to speak to you is through your dreams and through visions, through the word of God. For me, these are the three main channels that God uses to speak to us. I pray that as you sit under my feet and under the feet of the Holy Ghost, may there be an impartation of this gifting and this grace that your eyes will begin to open and your ears will begin to open. May you have access to the things of the spirit. May your eyes be open and your ears be open. May you see, may you dream dreams and may you see visions in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Yeah, then the other mystery you must understand is the mystery of interpretation. Everything God will, will speak to you about in the, in the dream or in the vision or in the word of God, you must understand what you have, you, have, you have heard. The fact that you have seen does not mean you understand. Right now, if I speak to my sister Isabella, 
because Isabella is not from Ghana, West Africa, there are some local languages we speak that she does not understand. One of the languages we speak is called Fante. Fante is, for, is spoken by uh, the, 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 the people who belong to the Akan tribe. Now, if I speak Fante right now, she will hear, but she will not understand. You understand? So, for example, I say, Mrs. Star, in the Anapa Anapay, Bibia Rokodo, fine, fine, Adinadi, in the Orokodo, you are, in the Anapay, me wo sikapi wo me wallet mi. Sikapi ya epebi ya au bozin, e bozina. Me se sikano me transfer si siara na me se mabrao. Sikapi ya epebi ya katra. So Isabella, I have just said some things right now. What I just said was that right now I have a lot of money in my e-wallet. I want you to make mention of any amount of money you need, and I will transfer the money into your account right now. That is all that I said. Now, you will agree with me that as I spoke, she heard. Now, there are some of you Ghanaians also here who are not in that country. You also belong to other tribes in the North and other. You don't also understand fancy. So you are in the same you know, environment. You, you heard what I said, but hearing does not mean you understand. So there are some of you, God speaks to you, you hear. you in a dream, in a vision, you will see things and hear. But hearing does not mean you understand what you heard. So there is another mystery you must graduate into if you want to hear and see. And it is called the mystery of interpretation. Everything you hear, you need interpretation so that you will understand what you heard. And it is when you have interpretation that you will now begin to apply yourself to the things you heard. So God will give you a financial breakthrough that there is money, just mention it. But because you don't understand it, the money will pass you by. So this is one of the reasons why the prophetic is very important. That whatever God speaks, the fact that you hear does not mean go and prophesy. God will tell you this and tell you that. It doesn't mean immediately you hear, go and look for people and start prophesying to them. But after you have heard, you need interpretation before you'll be able to understand what God has said.